Good morning. I'm Pastor Gillespie from St. John Evangelical Lutheran Church and School, Sherman Center, Random Lake, Wisconsin. Good to have you with us here today for our Congregation of Prayer, August 4th, 2021. We continue our catechesis through the book, uh, books of Mark and Jeremiah. I don't think we have a commemoration today, but it's always worth checking to be sure. I know we did yesterday. August 4th. There we go. Nope. Okay, good. Let's begin. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Let's say our memory verse for this week together. With the merciful you show yourself merciful. With the blameless man you show yourself blameless. With the pure you show yourself pure, and with the devious you will show yourself shrewd. 2 Samuel 22, verses 26 through 27. And we pray our psalm for this week, Psalm 119, beginning in 145. With my whole heart I cry, answer me, O Lord, I will keep your statutes. I call to you, save me, that I may observe your testimonies. I rise before dawn and cry for help, I hope in your words. My eyes are awake before the watches of the night, that I may meditate on your promise. Hear my voice according to your steadfast love, O Lord, according to your justice, give me life. They draw near who persecute me with evil purpose, they are far from your law. But you are near, O Lord, and all your commandments are true. Long have I known from your testimonies that you have founded them forever. Look on my affliction and deliver me, for I do not forget your law. Plead my cause and redeem me, give me life according to your promise. Salvation is far from the wicked, for they do not seek your statutes. Great is your mercy, O Lord, give me life according to your just decrees. Many are my persecutors and my adversaries, but I do not swerve from your testimonies. I look at the faithless with disgust, because they do not keep your commands. Consider how I love your precepts, give me life according to your steadfast love. The sum of your word is truth, and every one of your just and righteous decrees endures forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Our first reading today is from Jeremiah chapter 3. They say, if a man divorces his wife and she goes from him, and becomes another man's, may he return to her again. Would not that land be greatly polluted? But you have played the harlot with many lovers, yet return to me, says the Lord. Lift up your eyes to the desolate heights and see. Where have you not lain with men? By the road you have sat for them, like an Arabian in the wilderness, and you have polluted the land with your harlotries and your wickedness. Therefore the showers have been withheld, and there has been no latter rain. You have had a harlot's forehead, you refuse to be ashamed. 
Will you not from this time cry to me? My father, you are the guide of my youth. Will he remain angry forever? Will he keep it to the end? Behold, you have spoken and done evil things as you were able. All right, so this is one of the many uh, examples, not only from Jeremiah, but especially from the book of Hosea, where God equates the going after false gods, worshiping of idols, especially the gods of the nations, as being a kind of harlotry, adultery, breaking that covenant bond uh, between God and his people. Right, and it uh, then has this effect of, of defiling you, right? And that's why the forgiveness of sins, confession, and absolution, whether private or corporate, um, is done for the sake of the conscience, which is um, polluted, along with even sins that are done in the body. All right. Then we continue with our catechesis in Mark, now verse 21 of chapter 1. Then they went into Capernaum, and immediately on the Sabbath he entered the synagogue and taught. And they were astonished at his teaching, for he taught them as, ha- as one having authority, and not as the scribes. Now there was a man in the synagogue with an unclean spirit. And he cried out, saying, Let us alone, what have we to do with you, Jesus of Nazareth? Did you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. But Jesus rebuked him, saying, Be quiet and come out of him. And when the unclean spirit had convulsed him and cried out with a loud voice, he came out of him. Then they were all amazed, so that they questioned among themselves, saying, What is this? What new doctrine is this? For with authority he commands even the unclean spirits, and they obey him. And immediately his fame spread throughout all the region around Galilee. Now, as soon as they had come out of the synagogue, they entered the house of Simon and Andrew with James and John. But Simon's mother's wife, uh, excuse me, his wife's mother lay sick with a fever, and they told him about her at once. So he came and took her by the hand and lifted her up, and immediately the fever left her, and she served them. At evening, when the sun had set, they brought to him all who were sick and those who were demon-possessed, and the whole city was gathered together at the door. Then he healed many who were sick with various diseases, and cast out many demons. And he did not allow the demons to speak, because they knew him. All right, there ends the reading. So, uh, where did Jesus go with his disciples? What does it say there? He went to Capernaum, right? And what did he do there? He entered into the synagogue and taught, all right? Now, Capernaum ends up being his sort of home base. What's the uh, reaction of the people? They were astonished at his teaching, because he taught as one having authority, not as the scribes, uh who presumably did not have authority, right? They could see that. Um, Now, authority is understood in Mark's gospel in a very particular way. Uh, We'll see it here in verse 27, right? Authority over unclean spirits, for example. In chapter 2, we'll see it, that he has the authority to forgive sins. And then in chapter 3, we'll hear about the authority he has to heal the sick. Right? So very particular authority. In other words, his words do what they say. All right. Uh, to whom will Jesus then hand over this authority? And like, say, say chapter 6, and then, of course, towards the end of the gospel in chapter 13. 
Yes, he hands it over to the disciples and thereby to the church. All right, who was in the synagogue? (laughs) Oh, this has been a crazy Sunday at church, huh? Well, Saturday for them. A man with an unclean spirit. And what does he cry out? Incredible, right? Let us, plural, alone. What have you do? What do we, plural, do, uh, to do with you, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? Right? Uh, now, what does this unclean spirit, or rather unclean spirits, at least the spirit is representing other unclean spirits, um, what does he fear? Again, that Jesus has come to destroy him and them. And then notice what even the demons confess. You are the Holy One of God. Um, so, I mean, obviously there's some significance here that he uses the single, singular spirit, unclean spirit, uses uh, first person plural throughout. Um, but ultimately, this is always true. Uh, whether it's Satan himself that attacks or it's one of his demons, they're always in league with one another. They act harmoniously. They act as one. Right? And that's the confession here by the demon. What does Jesus do? Silences the demon and then calls him out of the man. And the man, of course, convulsed, or the spirit convulsed the man, and then the man cried out with a loud voice, right? Oh. How did those in the synagogue react? Again, what is this? What new doctrine is this? What, you know, for he commands with authority. Even the demons, unclean spirits, obey him. Um, I can see how they would think that was an unclean, or excuse me, a uh, new doctrine. Have they ever ever seen such a thing before? A man commanding unclean spirits to come out? No. Uh, So even the unclean spirits obey him, which does, of course, indicate who he is, as the spirit acknowledges here. Okay, what's the result of all this? Yeah, Jesus' fame his reputation spread throughout all of Galilee. Uh, where did Jesus go when he left the synagogue? The house of Simon Peter and Andrew with James and John. See, they're all together, right? And there Simon's mother-in-law um, lay sick with a fever. All right. How did Jesus heal her? He took her by the hand. That's the key there. He took her by the hand and she was healed. And she got up and immediately uh, served them. Isn't that cool? What happened at evening? Now word got out, right? They brought to Jesus all the sick and the demon-possessed gathering at uh, the door of Simon Peter's house, right? And what did Jesus do there? Been a rough night, right? Healed many who were sick with various diseases, cast out the demons, um, but he also did not allow the demons to speak, all right? And so there's the, uh, what in Mark's gospel, some theologians have called the messianic secret, right? The true identity of Jesus is only confessed by the demons, and no one else really believes it or recognizes it until finally uh, his crucifixion and resurrection. All right. Meditation on the text. Mark portrays the shift from a Jewish to a Gentile church. A man with an unclean spirit stands in the synagogue because Jews have rejected the doctrine of the Old Testament that brings the Holy Spirit. Where there is no preaching of the word, there is no Spirit of God, 
No longer do the scribes teach with authority, for they have not been faithful to his word. It is by his own word that Jesus casts out the demon and silences him. This is not a new doctrine, but the teaching of all the law and the prophets. Jesus then moves to the house of Peter because the New Testament church is to be built upon the confession of Peter and the apostles. Jesus is to be at the center of the house, and there is to be no other doctrine than than his that is preached. This is the house where true healing is to be found from the curse of death. So we gather at the door each week to enter and be healed by the Christ who is present in the midst of the household of faith. As he touched the mother of Peter's wife, so now he touches us with his own risen body and blood to drive away the fever of death. There ends the reading. Let's confess our catechism for this week, second petition of the Lord's Prayer. Thy kingdom come. What does this mean? The kingdom of God certainly comes by itself without our prayer, but we pray in this petition that it may come to us also. How does God's kingdom come? God's kingdom comes when our Heavenly Father gives us His Holy Spirit, so that by His grace we believe His Holy Word and lead godly lives here in time and there in eternity. We pray. Heavenly Father, your kingdom comes to us whenever or wherever the gospel of Jesus is preached and his sacraments are administered. Through these gifts, you give us your Holy Spirit and create faith in our hearts. We give thanks to you for these gifts. We give thanks to you for the promise that Jesus will come again in glory on the last day to give all the fullness of his kingdom. Forgive us for failing to pray for the coming of your kingdom. By your word and spirit, reign in our hearts and in your church. Through the promises of the gospel, continue to give us your Holy Spirit, so that by your grace we believe your holy word and lead godly lives here in time and there and forever after in eternity. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. On this Wednesday, we pray for marriage and family, that husbands and wives, parents and children live in ordered harmony according to the word of God. For parents who must rear their children alone, for our communities and neighborhoods, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. We pray this day in Thanksgiving with Declan and Dick, who both celebrate their birthday, with Deb, who celebrates her baptism. We pray for our households, especially the household of James, Ryan and Cassidy, Jeff and Julie, Brian, Ron and Sandra, and Paul. Pray in Thanksgiving. Uh, with the dedicated service of Nancy and Sandy to our congregation. We pray for those who are ill, receiving treatment or recovering, especially Tristan, Marcella, Jeremy, Kelsey, Amanda, John, Timothy, and Janice, Sandy and Ken. Pray for our homebound Bev, David, Roy, Willis, and Janice, and Mickey. Pray for the mission and mercy work of the church, especially the work of Safe Harbor. Pray in intercession for a preservation and increase of hope and for all the sister congregations of our circuit. For all this, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. Pray the collect for this week. Let your merciful ears, O Lord, be open to the prayers of your humble servants, and that they may obtain their petitions, make them to ask such things as shall please you. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, 
as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. I thank you, my heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have kept me this night from all harm and danger, and I pray that you would keep me this day also from sin and every evil, that all my doings and life may please you. For into your hands I commend myself, my body and soul and all things. Let your holy angel be with me, that the evil foe may have no power over me. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. All right. Let's sing the last two. Uh, Let's sing the last three stanzas. How about that?
All right, so good to have you all with us here today for our Congregation of Prayer, Guide for Daily Meditation and Prayer around God's Word. Uh, again, pre-recorded. That's uh, so that we are. I can get ready for ch- for VBS, which starts right at 9.30. It's been uh, a joy so far, just two days in. Well, now, today will be the third day. We're going through the doctrine of holy baptism, uh, exactly what we confess there, salvations, white raiments, I there did obtain uh, righteousness fully completed, because in baptism you are joined to the cross of Christ. All right, which is what we've been emphasizing with the children all week. All right, so Lord be with you, keep you safe, and we'll see you again tomorrow.